Don't party with them, don't tire them out, and don't fuck them. If you're hearing our voices, it means it's time for It's This Meets That, the podcast where we watch the worst movies from trailer to end credits scene by scene, so you don't have to, but maybe you should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. It's a good life life motto yeah. there, life lesson. Words to live by. Words, words <laughs> to live by. That's what I was looking for. Oh my God. So we're back. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> After that. <laughs> What a movie. So if you don't know, we watched last week, we did a uh, trailer trash for the Netflix Judd Apatow movie. The bubble just came out April 1st. I think big April fool's uh, yep. joke on all of us pretty much. Yep. <laughs> now, that, now that we've seen it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so this is it. This is going to be the beginning of our, of our scene by scene breakdown of, of it. So do we want to recap what, what the hell it was about? Yep. So the premise here is a group of actors and actresses stuck inside a pandemic bubble at a hotel attempts to complete a film. Bleh. Simple enough. Two locations in this movie. That's it. <laughs> so That's it. That's it. <laughs> our expectations from the trailer. I think uh, I nailed it. I think I nailed it. What did you say was going to happen? <laughs> well, I said my my real one was that the helicopter scene was the end of the movie, and that was him. Oh yeah, Keegan Michael well, Key flying them away. Was it the end of the movie? <laughs> I mean, the first fa- it was the first false ending, I guess. <laughs> I, yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. That's true. Other than that, I don't even know what we said. I think we're well. I said it was going to turn in Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, and they were actually going to. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. The dinosaurs are real. Yep. Uh, so really disappointed. <laughs> There was end. a point where I thought they were gonna they were gonna kill all the actors, and I was like, "Oh, this this might turn this might actually turn True. good here." Yeah, <laughs> same. Where all I know which they, part you're talking about. <laughs> all of a sudden, they, they become like the hunted, and I'm like, "All right, now now I'm in. Now this would be funny." Yeah, right. Oh, I would totally watch that. I, I actually did my pitch for this movie, or I had the idea for it before we watched it, which I very which I never do. But I was wow. like, I bet I was like, I bet this is gonna be a paint by numbers. Like I think I know what's gonna happen. Yeah, uh, and then I stuck with it at the end. I was like, "Yep, nope, I was right." <laughs> it's exactly that. <laughs> Stick with your gut instinct. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's keep moving. I guess so. The quick info on this: so it's directed by Judd Apatow, who we all know and may or may not love. Yep. I'm generally a I, fan. I I don't have any problems. Same. Yeah. I, I would say I I'm a fan. Love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'll throw that a word word around lightly. Not on this, <laughs> not on this podcast. We don't. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Screenwriters was Judd Apatow and Pam Brady. Which, yeah, I mean, it didn't help. <laughs> you didn't help, Pam. I'm sorry. Uh, I expected better from you. Yeah. And, uh, I expected a lot better from Judd Apatow also. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she's, she's got great she's, credits. Yeah, she's tied to to South Park. I, I didn't realize that. The bigger, louder, longer, bigger, longer, uncut. Fantastic film. Yeah, and but she's done a, a ton of ton of TV. She did Hot Rod, which was I think kind of funny. I don't remember that one. I didn't see it. Team America, like that's yeah. She's got really good credits. Okay, mm-hmm. and th- there were funny parts. Yeah, we were just talking about it before we started recording. But like this movie had funny bits. Yeah, uh, there, I mean, I can count. The sad part is I can count on my on one single hand on three fingers how many times I laughed in this this movie. Okay, I'll be a little more generous than that. I laughed a handful of times for more than a handful of times, but. I got chuckles, maybe. I'm on the, <laughs> yeah, okay. fair. But I wasn't. There was uh, only, it, yeah, it wasn't because of the story. Like it was because of just like very isolated, funny moments. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of good lines in there, kind of zipped around here and there. But yeah, just, okay, whatever. So who's in and this then, movie? Or, yeah. Go ahead. 
everyone is in this movie. I was going to say before you started the list. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all of Hollywood is in this, but we'll yeah. we'll call it the key player. So Karen Gillan, she's uh, I guess kind of the main person. Uh, yeah, one of the I'd say top three main characters. <laughs> yeah, we're probably going to go by the actors' names throughout this because there's so many of them, and it's going to be easier than doing character names. So there's Karen Gillan's in it, Leslie Mann. Uh, you, just, Pedro, you know how bad I am at actors. That's why I'm worried about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pedro Pascal, Iris Apatow, 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 Apatow. I think Apatow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keegan Michael Key, Maria Bakalova, Guz Khan, Rob Delaney. Uh, I definitely had a moment. I was like, oh wait, I know him. Uh, Peter Serafinowitz, Sir, yep. right? Serafinowitz, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harry Tr- Trevaldwin. Yep, I think you did good. I think I nailed that one, right? Samson yeah, Travis K. Parker Baldwin. Yep. <laughs> uh, Samson Ko, who I do like, and he he was on uh, that HBO. We we're just talking about this. He's on the HBO series our, our Flag Means Death, which I thought he was he was good in that. Uh, Danielle, he had great lines in this. Yeah, 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 yeah he did. Uh, Danielle Vitalis, Nick Kocher, Coker, Kocher, Cochet, 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 <laughs> Nick Cochet. <laughs> Uh, and then Veer Das, who plays uh, the other hotel clerk with Maria. Well, he's the hotel owner, I think. Oh, is he? I think he's just the manager. Yeah. He's. I think he's, he's actually the owner. Oh, really? That's weird. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not that it matters that much. Like there's <laughs> there's so few notable characters in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Despite having a million characters, you're like, oh, no, everyone's okay. And in production box office stuff, it was a Netflix film, so we couldn't. I couldn't find anything. So. Yeah, but you know it had to be expensive. Yes, <laughs> yes, probably. If Netflix is right. if if is uh you know and a lot of CG and the CG was like fine, like it was good. Yeah, yeah. yes, a couple uh, deep fakes in there. Oh, well, those were bad, but <laughs> uh, intentionally bad. Like we talked about, yeah. Trailer, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the CG, all the CG dinosaurs and stuff. I feel like we're like yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. But that yeah, so no no numbers there. Like let's get to let's get to the meat here. The Hollywood Hollywood pitch me, motherfucker. Sounds more and more natural every time you say it. So for this one, uh, some really obvious parallels with uh, another Judd Apatow joint. Funny people, right? So yeah, I mean, first of all, it's Judd Apatow, uh, also starring Leslie Mann and Iris is in here too, and his other daughter oh. actually. But oh, okay, um, family affair. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the whole gang, just like yep. just like this movie. Yep. Um, it's about. Uh, like a washed up movie star, mm-hmm. just like this movie, right? Uh, yep, yep. Who uh, it's also about a disease, <laughs> just like this movie. Okay, <laughs> some funny people, right? He has uh, whatever yeah. leukemia or something, yeah, um, terminal cancer of some sort, right? Which is like the COVID of cancers, as we all know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and <laughs> commonly known as <laughs> commonly commonly known yeah. as uh, <laughs> COVID cancer. of cancers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also at the you know there's some infidelity in there there's some mm-hmm. some r- personal relationship drama just like this movie is mostly about funny people was actually was like okay i don't i don't dislike funny people i thought it was pretty good yeah. this movie stunk so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, not much you can say there uh, and then it ends kind of where they don't really learn lessons or <laughs> Uh, like they kind of do, but like not really. Like their lives are still ruined, kind of in the process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so funny people uh, meets Panic Room. <laughs> Love Panic Room. Yeah, Panic Room's great. Jodie yeah. Foster joint. Uh, K Stu. Yep, K Stu. <laughs> yep. 
uh, fan yeah, favorite here at ITMT. That's true. That's very true. Uh, no, yeah, no overlapping cast uh, as far as I know with that one. But uh, the underlying premise here of, uh, as everyone knows, the Panic Room is about uh, wealthy people being out of touch with uh, mainstream America. <laughs> yeah. These jerk wealthy people that have a panic room with yep. millions of dollars floating around inside. Uh, and, you know, like like with the, the hero, Forrest Whitaker uh, and, and Jared Leto. Oh, God. Uh, like true. come in to try and liberate the, the bonds from, them, it's a, <laughs> from the panic room. It's a great way of looking at it. Just like this movie uh, about rich people that are out of touch with mainstream America. All right, I buy that. That's good. That's good. Thanks. Okay. All right. What do you What do you got? <laughs> All right. So I went. Uh, I went pretty dark here. So, good. <laughs> yeah, I went. It's Cube meets The Shining. <laughs> um, I don't think I've seen Cube. What's Cube? <laughs> so Cube is a little 1997 kind of uh, uh, mystery horror movie where basically Dante Speak. This is say? six. Yeah, Dante Dante's <laughs> Peak of 1997. Um, yeah. It was a. Uh, it's it's basically like there's six complete strangers. Although in our movie they're not total strangers, but it's just mm-hmm. people being trapped with varying personalities. Kind of okay. they're 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 trapped in like this cube, and they've kind of kind of figure out how to get out. But there's it's like an endless <laughs> maze containing deadly traps. Oh okay. So <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Right. Do you see where I'm going? I see that? where you're going. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's no actor <laughs> connection. It's just people being trapped inside of a cube, and there's it's a deadly maze, and like the hotel that they're trapped in. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that. Meets The Shining. Now, I'm going with The Shining from the perspective of Fred Armisen's character as the director. And okay. again, the connection is the hotel, right? And mm-hmm. we all know The Shining. It's got a, there's a sinister presence in this hotel that causes Jack Nicholson's mm-hmm. character to do crazy things, just like yep. in our movie we're watching. The kind of hotel, there's, there's something, there's sinister presence in there as in the studio execs coming through the Zooms. Oh, security, <laughs> security guy. Who's a little crazy security guy. Who's a little crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. and he kind of, you know, and all the actors start being kind of, you know, jerks and Fred Armisen, the director kind of loses his brain towards the end. Just like Jack Nicholson. Good Just like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh, and I picked two horror movies because they're not funny. Mm-hmm. Just like this movie. <laughs> so mm. see, see, see what you did there. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. So, that's uh, nice. That's my pitch, man. I feel good about great that work. one. I, I'm confident. I like that one. Yeah. Oh, I think we did great today. I think we do we great did. every day. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and I say that every episode now. <laughs> so, the listeners know we're a very self-congratulatory podcast. <laughs> you got us. That's right. If we're not gonna, if you're not gonna prop, prop yourself up, who's going yeah. to? If we're not gonna fluff our own pillows. You know, no one else is going to. That's exactly right. I'll fluff your pillow any day, buddy. Thanks, bud. All right. Well, fast facts. You you pulled these, so I'll let you. Yeah. I'll let you shoot them down. It's been a while, I feel like, since I've yeah. contributed here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. today I finished early. N- no good trivia about this movie. I'm prefacing this section yeah, with these fast tough. facts are all kind of a reach. <laughs> the movie's been out for a week, so it's a little tough to... Also yeah. fair. Oh, well, yeah, we're, we're timely. We're timely. Yes. Um, so the scene uh, with Pedro Pascal and Daisy Ridley... Who yeah. we didn't say is in this movie, but is in this movie for two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has a little cameo uh, bit. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that scene was supposed to be way longer and have a sex, have an actual sex scene. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and right. they shot it, <laughs> uh, and then they just cut it. 
So <laughs> tough life. Tough life. I don't know how to feel about that. Like poor Daisy Ridley that she had to do all this extra work and shoot that. And but also it's probably better for her that it wasn't in the movie. <laughs> I'd also like to call out, maybe I'm doing this too soon, but Daisy Ridley with an American accent. She didn't have a British accent, right? Correct. It's like the first time I think we've ever seen her not have to do. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And uh, pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I nice believe she was American. Yeah. Ba- totally basketball. Uh, but yeah, either way, like what a weird, I mean, that seems weird anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, there's drugs they, involved though. So sure. Sure. The next one is kind of like a little bit of a movie. Good, good bar trivia, which I appreciate. One of the few good fast facts we've got here at one point, the son of Leslie Mann and David Duchovny, yep. the adopt, adopted 16 year old son. <laughs> did we also not, we didn't list, we did, did we not list David Duchovny as in this movie? I don't think I said his name. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't think I did. Oh, <laughs> this yeah, is what happens when you start pulling all the, <laughs> I know. See, this never let me do rush job. <laughs> yeah. David Duchovny's in this movie. <laughs> yeah. BT dub David Duchovny's yeah. in this. <laughs> like possibly the most famous person in this movie. <laughs> I mean, they're all pretty famous, but yeah, he's up there. Yeah, but like <laughs> he's he's been yeah. around for a while. Un- unmissable, yeah, embarrassing. Uh, so anyway, no, David Duchovny and, and Leslie Mann have a kid in this movie, an, an adopted sixteen-year-old. I think now he's like seventeen or whatever, uh, eighteen-year-old kid in the movie, and he accuses they're having a, a video chat, and he says, "I thought you were dating the guy who used to be on Friends," which. Huh? Leslie Mann is uh-huh. very often uh, in Judd Apatow, her actual husband's movies yeah. uh, with Paul Rudd and in some kind of relationship with Paul Rudd, who mm-hmm. was in the last season of Friends. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's kind of like an Apatow in universe joke of like, oh, aren't you always with Paul Rudd? Like what? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, right. Yeah, I like that. That's good. It's a stretch, but that's like a fun little trivia. I don't hate that one. <laughs> it's like a degrees of separation type of thing. I like it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And who doesn't love talking about Paul? It's Rudd? not like this is Leslie Mann's 32nd <laughs> movie or her like seventh, <laughs> seventh movie directed by her husband. Like, oh, it's God, not, yeah. <laughs> those are the worst. Those are the absolute worst. <laughs> Another thing. Uh, so there are interviews with Jed Apatow talking about this and how he, you know, he's like, it's not really, there's nothing to do with it other than dinosaurs but slightly inspired by the production of jurassic world dominion uh mm. which is coming out later this pretty, year pr- pretty obvious <laughs> yeah right i'm, exactly. proud, I'm, I'm like, proud of us not doing any tropic thunder or any movie within a movie or any yes. of the jurassic park movies is our is our hollywood pitch for sure me too yeah, but apparently films. like i forgot when jurassic world dominion was also filming in like 2019 2020 and had to like shut down because of covid and they had to do a bunch of extra protocols and they were all trapped in a hotel together yeah yeah in a little bubble so like that's like very loosely inspired obviously nothing to do with the actual shooting of the movie but yeah this one is another one that was like kind of a kind of a nice bar trivia that i appreciate on the on the imdb here Uh, so during the second quarantine phase of the movie uh, listeners, there are two quarantine phases in the movie. Yeah, it's, uh, it's that exciting. Yeah, it's that exciting. <laughs> Pedro Pascal's character paints in the dark um, a, a copy of a, a real painting, yeah. Saturn Devouring a Sun, um, which is uh, a Francisco de Goya painting, like super yeah. famous. And yeah. apparently, he, like when he was kind of losing his sanity a little bit, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he also painted. Um, that painting on the walls of his house, uh, just like in a in like a fever dream kind of it's thing, like just ter- like in this movie. such a terrifying <laughs> painting too. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so yeah, it, like kind of a nice uh, nod to Francisco to go. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like what a weird reference, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. And then lastly, just got to finish here with David, David Duchovny interview on this movie. <laughs> I don't know what to take of this quote. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we know exactly what to take from this quote. <laughs> So he, I'll just, I'm just going to read the whole thing. Let you digest it. Uh, I love Judd and his work. So happy to be in that world and making a big comedy at this point in my life. But sometimes you go out there and you're like, this is not the best movie I ever made. <laughs> so am I going to salvage my own sense of integrity as a person or say, buy this thing, buy it. And then be like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> Which so uh. the, the, the context that you're missing here in the interview was he was being asked like earlier in the interview, he talked about how the, the some elements of lying that you have to do as an actor to promote, like promote movies where like, yeah. it's very, yeah. it's very common to be like, Oh, well, it's, it's my, one of my favorite movies to work on. Or, right. Right. You're not going to, everyone's great. <laughs> you're going to bash anything. You're just not going to say anything at all about it. Or you're going to say complimentary things. Right. Exactly. So that was the, she, her bringing this back up saying like, Oh, well, what would you, knowing that you lie about your movies? Like, what would you say about this one? That's pretty yeah. good. I like it. Yeah. David Duchovny being just David Duchovny <laughs> as David Duchovny. Yep. Just being unmentioned in the quick, quick info. <laughs> yep. Completely glossed over. I was like, wait a second. Are we missing someone? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's too many people in this movie. <laughs> too many. And I did not remember David Duchovny's name the whole movie. I think he, one of the only characters I think I actually called his character name in my notes consistently. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you what his, what was his character's name? Uh, Dustin. Dustin, that's right. That's right. Dustin Duchovny. Dustin Duchovny. <laughs> old, old Dusty Duchov. Went incognito pretty deep. All right. Well, um, let's, I guess, get into breaking it down, right? Yep. So, you know, say what you will about Netflix movies, but one of the nice things is like not having a ton of studios at the front. Just boom, boom. Is there, wait, is there their tone the same thing as like the Law and Order? <laughs> uh, kind of. <laughs> boom, boom. boom. <laughs> yeah. Different, uh, different notes, but yes. But, right. <laughs> Otherwise, exactly the same. Damn it, Netflix. So this, and just a little listener warning here. So this movie is, it's two hours and six minutes long. And it is. <laughs> so much. It, it is. We're going to probably be moving pretty quickly through like scenes and everything because there's a lot of like blocks of really quick cuts between all of like the actors kind of riffing a bit, it seems like. Yep. It's just like a giant stitched together sketch. Every Everything's yep. a sketch, uh, which, this, yeah, sure, that's a lot of comedies do that, but it's like there's no something. There's a handful just, of long scenes. <laughs> yeah, and then, but things are just happening just, just for the sake of happening. Like there's no reason for them to be there other than like they're trying to have a funny moment put in the movie and that was it, so. Yeah, yeah, and it's way too long. <laughs> Could have cut so much. I don't know many comedies that should be two hours long. Like, I mean, I can't name any off the top of my head, but like a comedy should be like an hour and a half, hour and 40 like uh, max. Like funny people, two and a half hours. Holy shit. Remember? No. That was a long one. Yeah. Wow. Way too long. Way too long. Like that's why I don't, it was yeah. not a perfect movie, but enjoyable also, for the most part. It was also part. more of a drama, I would say. It was like more of a dramedy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's like a, a drama about comedians. So <laughs> we definitely don't need a two-hour-long comedy though. And Judd Apatow just doing it again. I think a lot of his movies are pretty long. Like Pineapple Express is pretty long, isn't yeah. it? Isn't that like close to two hours? I don't know. 
Is Pineapple Express showing up? There? I don't know if he directed that, but I think he was he was certainly involved in some involved. shape or form. Yeah, hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, he wrote it. Yeah, looks like he produced it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I feel like he's got a history with <laughs> comedies that are longer than they need to be. We got some behind. We have title cards: Dawn of the New Millennium, the twenty third biggest action franchise of all time, was born. Mm-hmm. And then we get like the Cliff Beast, you know, cheesy looking. All the posters. Yeah, all the movie posters of, of the five previous or six previous. Was six or five? Five. They're making the six now, right? Yep. All the movie posters. So you got Re-Extinction, Oceana, <laughs> Beijing <laughs> Beast, Space mm-hmm. Fury. So, yeah. Just to give it sense. Yeah. Legends. And then we cut to another title card. In the early days of the pandemic, the world faced, the world faced a painful shortage of new film and television content. This is the story of the making of Cliff B6 yeah. and the brave people who fought heroically to bring distractions to humanity. <sighs> yeah. Very. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. We know what it's trying to do. Yes. And then <laughs> we get the bubble title card. Very Jurassic Park ish. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, face, face font there. Very Jurassic Park meets Dread Apatow. I feel like yes. that style of cartoon kind of drawing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was cool, yeah. Uh, and we cut to the hotel, the shot of the, the hotel somewhere in England. Not to belabor the point of the length, which we've already done, but mm-hmm. like a lot of the movies we cover on this podcast that are two hours and change or, or around that mark, yeah. they always have 10 to 15 minutes of credits. This movie, mm-hmm. almost no wasted time. Like it is yeah. more, it is longer than two hours. Yes. <laughs> the, con- the content of the Actual movie. Content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's not 10 minutes of credits in this movie because it just starts and then even the end, yeah. it's like it's still rolling, running through the credits. So all the way. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> Interesting to know. All right. So then we're, we're immediately we jump off with a meeting with the producers, right? Production team meeting. Yep. And we meet uh, the health health wellness officers, right? Or, yep. at least, or at least one of them. <laughs> Hilarious. Basically just getting prepped. And I think this is where your quote from the beginning comes from, right? Like, yep. don't talk just to them. It. Just be nice to them only when they're about the movie, blah, blah, blah. So. Sarah Finowitz here is the, uh, the main, yep. the main producer Gavin is the character's name, which we won't be using, but uh, <laughs> instead we're going to say Trevaldwin and Sarah Finowitz. Damn it. We're just going to, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out as we come to him. <laughs> so yeah, Sarah Finowitz is telling Trevaldwin and other characters like, okay, don't fuck them. Don't party with them. Don't do any of this shit. Like yeah. just, like you're just here to do your job. <laughs> and yes. they're like, but what if we become proper friends? Like, <laughs> like don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> just like kind of a setup for, I guess, some jokes throughout the movie, but it doesn't really work. It's un- unnecessary. Cut this whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut number one. You're, yep. you're now down to two hours and three minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do this a lot. I think <laughs> in this movie, we should do that. We should just like say where we can cut this and like get the movie down to like an hour and 45. Like, boom, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's three minutes here that don't need to be in the movie. Got that. Uh, then we cut to uh, Karen Gillan's character, Carol. She's meeting with her agent, Rob, who's played by Rob Delaney. Yep. Who? Wait, you said you knew Rob Delaney from stuff. He looks kind of familiar to me, but like, do yeah, we he, know what stuff he's in? He played Peter in uh, in Deadpool too. Remember that? Oh, thing? Okay. Just a normal guy. He was just like oh. the normal. He was just a normal every. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. Day dude. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, because th- that's what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. I mean, he 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 plays the part. Just a guy, which just, I appreciate. Just a guy. The world needs just a guy, also. So basically, we just have we get a little setup for for Karen Gillan's character and how she skipped out on the last Cliff Beast movie because she didn't want to do him anymore or something like that, and said she did like tried to do the classic well, like 
the agent said that she shouldn't do it or something like that. Like she's where she's acting oh, on f- advice a lot here. But then she but she needs a rebound film after her her last one. Jerusalem <laughs> <kind of> rising. Jerusalem <laughs> rising. Oh god. A <laughs> uh, little whitewashing joke. So that's I guess that's good. Horrible. She played a half half Palestinian, half Israeli character. <laughs> she tries to bring peace when the aliens come and attack. Right. We can all unite against the aliens is the premise. Kind, kind of funny. funny. Kind of funny now where we talk about it. <laughs> right. And then like, they, I mean, they, that's the, a joke that they bring up again and again. Basically he's telling her, Hey, you need to rebound film after that. Cause all the reviews were pretty bad about it. So. Yeah. And then she gets on about how, well, it's COVID times and I'm worried about my, you know, my boyfriend or fiance, whoever that, that guy, whatever their relationship boyfriend. is. Yeah. Or just yeah. a boyfriend. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's, super worried about getting COVID, which is fair. Uh, and he's like, no, the safest place in the world right now is a film set, which is also kind of funny. <laughs> intentionally. Uh, and then she, yeah, so she agrees. She agrees to be put in the bubble, right? Exactly. And then we get a title card day one. And yeah, between this and the next kind of little moment, she's in a car doing a video chat with her boyfriend back home. And we, yep. we, we find out that he's got two kids and he's kind of, un, he's unemployed. And he's kind of mm-hmm. just, you know, living in her place, blah, blah, blah. Her kids, his kids don't even care about her, even know who she is basically. Yeah. Little jerks. And then we pull up to, well, the, uh, there are a couple of funny jokes here too, or like not funny, but like bleak, like they, like, you know, I think part of, part of what makes this movie suck is that it's, it's COVID jokes that would have been like, honestly, I think they would have played better in like end of 2020 or like early 2021. Like, you yeah. Know, it's, not, yeah. You need it. You need it for more fresh. Like it's two years now of like, Oh, like, like he, he, the boyfriend makes a throwaway comment. Like, well, I just heard veterinarians are going to start treating people soon. So that should help. And like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Like that, that like is a thing that happened. And right. like has been has been horrible since then. And like, yeah, we have a huge shortage of healthcare workers, and now I'm sad about it. But like, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, it's, it's not like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, I forgot that we still live in this hellish reality two years later. Like, thanks for reminding me, Judd Apatow. Yeah, again. great. Yeah. Then they arrive at the the medical tent at the hotel, right? That's what you're getting to. Yeah, yeah. So it's just the it's a the you kind of meet all the other players here. You get you get Gavin again. Uh, it's a producer there. Yep, talking about the protocols yep. that they got in place. We meet the PA, Danielle Vitalis, Pippa. Yep. Uh, and then we meet uh, Samson's character there, right? Yep. This is going to be tough to keep track of everyone here. I know. We're just going to, we're doing the hard work for the people so they don't have to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the listeners will thank us. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> so, yeah. So they basically, they're going through like the protocols and it's like, yep, you got to basically, you know, you got to quarantine for, for two weeks, right? And then we meet one of, at least one of the other actors. Howie is his character's name. What crap? What's this guy's name? Gus Khan. Gus Khan. Thank you. I love Are we allowed to smoke weed in, in our room? Because I forgot to bring my edibles. <laughs> <laughs> and he's supposed to be the comedy relief for the Cliff Beast movie within the movie. And he's. Yes kind of the comedy relief well they're all comedy relief i guess really but but also like he's unfortunately only in like three quarters not even three quarters of the movie probably less than half it which stinks because he's really funny yeah he's pretty funny (laughs) i was gonna say they introduced the idea like you you're gonna get locked away in a room for two weeks everyone has to quarantine as soon as you get here and then after that we'll get to work yeah so then he gets she gets a quick tour of the hotel and then uh her room and then we get like a quarantine montage two whole weeks of like drinking and watching love actually uh i alum yeah should check out that one i i I was talking to some people last night who who brought that up to me directly saying 
can't believe you guys did love actually that's a it's great too movie. bad and i said oh. i said i said it's a, not a good movie yeah good stand by stand by our words here 100 percent. i was like no it's not a good movie i don't care what you say i question your judgment is yeah, what i would have said i i question your judgment actually <laughs> we're not friends anymore actually, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying and I can clean, you know, delete someone from my contact list. Actually, love actually is not all around (laughs) Not the moment. (laughs) And she also watched, uh, there's like another Tommy Blonde. She watched Tommy Blonde, (laughs) (laughs) which I appreciate. Anyway, Uh, so uh, she basically did just, you know, it pretty much goes through all the stuff that everyone did during quarantine, right? Like. All right, let me go through the stuff. I, I'll work out. I'll watch movies. I'll work out. And then you realize you're going to lose your brain because you can't talk or do anything else. So, uh, and she kind of loses it. So, in two weeks is so little time. I feel like ever <laughs> since the pandemic, like now I don't, I don't even think in two weeks. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. I, I just don't say I went for a half an hour walk uh, before the podcast. And I was like, I don't think I've walked outside in three days. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need to anymore. Oh God. Yeah. yeah the concept of time <laughs> is completely different now. <laughs> Yeah, what's happening? Uh, so anyway, it's yeah. This doesn't seem that bad now. That's the other thing too. The, again, this would have played way better even a year ago. It would have been played played better, I think. Mm. Obviously, you can't make a movie that fast, but yeah, because like as we were going through it, I've been like, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, and then they got like a little uh, cocktail party, right, in the hotel lounge or something like <laughs> yeah. this. And then um, this is kind of where we meet the whole gang. We meet all the other actors, pretty much. This is when we get a bunch of the lines from the trailer, like you're gonna hate these people soon. <laughs> Yeah. To um, Maria. Back over there. Who was, who said that line? Uh, that was the hotel manager. That was Veer, Veer Das. Oh, yeah, okay. The actor is Veer Das. His character's name is Ranjan. Ranjan. Yeah. yeah. And he plays, okay. I think, the, he's a hotel owner or the manager. I thought he was a manager, but. Doesn't matter, probably. Doesn't matter. Uh, so, yeah, we meet all the other actors. We meet Lizzie Mann's character, Lauren Van Chance, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And her and Carol have a conversation about her last movie, Jerusalem Rising. And I thought <laughs> there was a fun fun little call out about how it's, uh, ooh, it's 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't go, go lower. And I was like, actually, <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a couple of zeros now. <laughs> Lauren Van Chance, you have not heard of a podcast called ITMT. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should send her an email. Uh, and then we meet um, Iris Apatow, her character, Crystal. She's like the young gen millennial, whatever, TikToker person, right? Yep. yep. She's got like 100 million followers, which becomes a, a thing later on. Yep. Uh, and you get a lot of actors just being actors, right? Kind of making very meta, making fun of themselves and making fun of what they do type of thing. Yep. Pedro Pascal yeah, you, being like really, you know, the artsy the kind Lebowski of Lebowski character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should never, you never watch your own shit. Just wipe flush and move on. Pretty funny. And then he's like, to him and uh, Leslie Mann's character are talking. He's like, finally, he just looks at her. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to care, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I'm trying to care, but it's hard. <laughs> but it's hard. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. <laughs> then we get some. Some more talking from the health officer, which is funny. Kind of, he has a couple of good throwaway lines in because uh, yeah. Rom as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get introduced to Galen Hopper. So yeah, so that's this is when we in, get introduced to her, and she's apparently uh, sold to be the the daughter of a stuntman, uh, or the, the uh, she doesn't say stunt. My dad does stunts. So right, unclear right. what he is. Right. Uh, I'm lonely. I'm in hell here, and I want to form an alliance with you. So then we, so we, we just meet the whole cast here, pretty much, and then we get uh, Keegan Michael Key's character, right? And he's <laughs> yeah. he's a self help. He's like self <laughs> self help 
like books he wrote and, and, and things he's yeah. doing and, and Karen Gillan's like so kind of like a cult and he's like do we even know how to define a cult what is a cult yeah. <laughs> who defines cults these days yeah harmony ignited is the name of the the cult he's like it's not a cult you can leave whenever you want yes. <laughs> like oh okay uh, and then there's some connection with David Duchovny's character Dustin and Leslie Mann's character who they were they were married yep. at some point right and they, so they go with back the, and forth and that's a adopted Karen, adopted kid, yeah <laughs> And that's a running theme and joke throughout that there, you know. And I get that it's played off as a joke. Yeah, this is, uh, listeners will be familiar. ITM key, ITM can get, get serious. Uh, they play it off as a joke about uh, them adopting this 16-year-old boy. Yeah. But like, there are a lot of teenagers in the in the system that, <laughs> that, that like need to be adopted. Like, maybe we shouldn't make fun of this. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, but also very sad. It's real. The more you know. Yeah. And I think that whole thing wraps up with uh, Keegan McKee meeting Crystal, Iris Apatow's character, right? <laughs> yep. And she's just, she's like TikTok famous. I think that's her only thing. She's just TikTok famous. She has a hundred million followers. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't even like this. That's so many people. <laughs> that's so many people. Uh, he wants to do Keegan. This is Keegan's like, this is when we find out how washed up he is. And he's like, Oh, I'd, I'd love to do a TikTok with you. And yeah. She's like, Oh, uh, uh, sure. <laughs> uh, and then that's the end of that scene. And then we cut to dinner. And then this is where we get the speech from Gavin, the producer. Yep. Sarah Finowitz. And we meet Fred Armisen, who plays Darren. Uh, the director. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good character. Good character. Being, being very Fred Armisen, you know, it's just, yes. Wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah. Well, the whole, he does, this is when he then does a whole speech. Um, about, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, get, trying to get people kind of psyched up for the movie. Like they're like, oh, and we introduced you to this famous director from you know, recently made a movie in Home Depot about tiles. <laughs> uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Like this is, this is your car. The, as the franchise and i'm going to step in and take the wheel like we might hit the railing some of you might not survive <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> pedro pascal's character is just like we're fucked <laughs> it's pretty funny so then yeah that's that we so we, we've met everyone we met all the the main the main folks here pretty much right yeah and i mean introduced to the idea that the whole premise is like they're trying to uh make something that will make the world forget all their problems and then we go to day 15 rehearsals, right? And there's, yeah, it's just a montage. Yeah. It's kind of like, a, yeah, just a montage of all the actors kind of training. Like there's a fight choreograph going between the Fred, Ar Fred Armisen and David Duchovny, <laughs> which plays a part at the end of the movie. Uh, Liz man doing like the hawking. Yep. Exactly. Or falconing. Right. Is that the proper term? Yep. Yep. Uh, Either works apparently. Right. Uh, and then we get, um, uh, dog Howie's, attack. Yeah, dog <laughs> attack on Pedro Pascal's character. And then uh, Howie, the, the comic relief, he's doing like bow and arrow training and they're trying to yep. make all these moments kind of funny. And they're just, yeah, they're they're fine. It's whatever. Yeah. Leslie Mann saying, can you train him to pick off David Duchovny's balls? Which comes back later. And then we cut to just a TikTok video. <laughs> For like an actual minute. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that. Cut the scene. Cut this whole scene. Cut the montage because all of that foreshadowing that they were doing here, not worth it. There's no, no payoff. That was good enough. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter. No, but yes, we we literally have an actual like TikTok video. So t t her TikTok handle is the Crystal Chris. Okay. I did not look it up, but tried to. You tried. I don't know if it actually exists, which is kind of disappointing. Like, how does this not actually exist as like a bad marketing? So, anyways, uh, so yeah, they they literally spend an entire minute on a TikTok video choreographed <laughs> thing with the entire cast, um, and even like the hotel staff was mixed in there, or maybe not oh, this yeah. one, or maybe the second Everyone one. In the which, movie. Yeah, it was just like the day 
actually do this like during like a quarantine moment, like on the set or something? Like what? So frustrating. <laughs> what? Why? Why? What is going on? This is when we get introduced to Paula. Kate McKinnon. Right? Yeah. yeah. Paula, the studio head. Uh, and she, she's at a ski resort. <laughs> Sarah Fanowitz. <laughs> She's she's at a ski resort. Uh, and she's like, he's like, what are you what are you doing? It is, what are you doing? Where are you? And she's like, oh, I'm at a ski resort. It was the only country that was open. Yeah, yeah. Well, not for normal people. I'm with rich for, people. Rich people. <laughs> Which, yeah, like there were definitely some funny class criticisms here. There's some chuckle yeah. moments, but I mean, mostly Kate McKinnon stuff is was 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 decent. So. Yeah, her Can't delivery worry. is good. Apparently, like she got vaccinated six months before the vaccine was available. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> She's like, again, because I'm with rich people. Like, get, like, get with it. <laughs> you seeing how this is working? Yeah. Uh, so we get an idea that there, she's putting pressure on him, and you got to get this movie made, uh, and then that'll come up a little bit later. Um, yeah, and then we, save the studio. we're in uh, Keegan McKee's. Yeah, mm-hmm. Keegan's uh, hotel room, I guess, and him and uh, and uh, the manager there. They're talking about the cult, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. Veer Das, uh, he's in. He, they're like chatting, and he's talking about like the cult and his religion, whatever. And then um, <laughs> Veer Das goes to this whole thing about an idea his brother. What's has, your dream? Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, my dream, <laughs> my brother invented this hand that you put on you or inside you, and then people across the world, uh, you know, they do something to a different hand, and like you feel that. On, on you or inside you <laughs> and he's like yeah well thanks for coming to pick up my tray i appreciate it <laughs> just like an awkward sketch moment i guess yeah this movie had so many like good like one two lines that were funny but like couldn't capitalize on it to make a movie <laughs> like i would watch I would watch a YouTube playlist of these things uh, of like, right. give me a minute at a time. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> like, and that's how it feels at a party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just not, they're just it, like, that has no, no bearing on the movie itself and what's actually happening. Right. Right. And yep, it's still exactly. like, it still should be part of a comedy, right? Like if you make a, you're still making a good movie, you're still making a movie. You can't just stitch together, but then it's just SNL. Like, right. Have have this play a part in the movie, like yep, exactly. So yeah, then we cut to Pedro Pascal's character there. He yeah. um, he uh, asking Maria Bakalova's character, hotel clerk, to have sex. <laughs> hey, you want to have sex? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Immediately, like very much. Yes. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> uh, after we get to know each other, and then you meet my dad, and then you sign a lifelong agreement, and I'm a pure angel. This isn't gonna happen. Yeah, that's another. Sure, it's there. And then we're day 31, shoot day, number one. Good Lord. <laughs> it's like 15 minutes into the movie. So this is pretty much the scene from the trailer uh, where mm-hmm. health wellness guy there. Travel, tra- travel, ball, tra- travel, 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 Baldwin. <laughs> travel, travelocity. He's just going, yeah, it's just right from the trailer. It's a little extended of him talking about all the protocols and what you can and can't do. And then that's it. There's nothing else to it. He does the eyes thing like the, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's not as bad as it seemed in the trailer. Like, it's right. not like he's breaking character to chuckle. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, no, it was part of the whole little shtick thing there. So. It's horrible. Kind of funny, but yeah, just like kind of also know. cut that, cut that whole scene. Yeah, we don't need it. It's not, it's not that funny and it just doesn't do uh-huh. anything. If you're leading with shoot day one, go to the next scene where they're on set. Easy enough. Now we're on the movie within the movie, right? We are in the like the swamp kind of thing, right? And yep. gang doing some acting in the movie within the movie. Pedro Pascal's doing like a like a what we do in shadows accent. 
like a weird like Transylvania, New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> Unclear. Uh, but this is, yeah, this is again straight from the trailer. Uh, and it's them kind of walking around doing the whole, that's a baby dinosaur thing. And then uh, mm-hmm. one of them from comes the down, picks, yep. picks one of them up and Keegan goes running after him. And then it cuts and then you get the green screen behind, you know, behind the scenes. Exactly the, from the, the magic. Trailer. Yep. So. <laughs> Isn't this where David Duchovny's character, he starts going on about how he wants to yes. do rewrites and he wants to protect the franchise and he's the I'm guardian, the guardian. Of, the franchise, <laughs> of the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he wants Which to do funny. a bunch of rewrites for scenes and stuff like that. So, yeah. And like, I imagine there are definitely actors that do that. <laughs> oh, 100%. I'm the guardian of the franchise. There's no doubt. It's, like, it's illogical for us to be talking about somebody teaching the dinosaurs how to fly. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the line. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Nailed it. <laughs> Poor Fred Armisen at this point. You can already tell kind of like they're setting up his character for being not very effective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's just like, guys, if you make any changes to the script, can you at least like CC me on it? Yeah, he's uh he's uh kind of on the, the softer side in terms of directing and not he you know, not uh not being very strong with him. So uh yeah. then we cut to a lounge. Right back in the hotel lounge. Yeah. And they're sing along. Hanging out, playing the piano, singing along, forgetting lyrics to the song. Very hotty or naughty esque. Uh, and then the party's broken up with the production, the PAs and uh, health wellness and uh, Gavin there coming in. Telling we got them a that situation. They, we have a situation. <laughs> they have a positive test on set, so they all have to quarantine again. Yep. Uh, and there's a lot of bunch of pushback. They don't want to do this again. They can't handle it. So. Yeah, <laughs> I love the, the. I feel like the best the best line in this scene was um, from uh, Trevaldwin, uh, the health officer there talking about. He's like, "All right, guy, like this is no joke. I've had the disease three times." <laughs> he's like, first time it was nothing. Second time I was in a coma. Third time <laughs> I lost my taste and smell and how I feel about people. And I can't wear rings because my fingers change size every day. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> And this is when we get first introduced to Scott, the EPK guy. Right, right. He's doing behind the scenes documentary. Exactly. All right. And then we go to a quarantine montage, right? Yep. Testing montage, COVID testing montage, where basically everyone's yep. just kind of having a hard time doing the COVID test with the, the swabs. Of Another the one. Yeah. Play this joke a year and a half ago. Way funnier. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Don't need it. No, like cut that. Yeah. Cut this whole scene. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's now it's just a painful process that people still need to, to do. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Guz Ramas, a couple of good lines here. Like, I'm going to kill you and murder your ghosts. But <laughs> oh, wait, no, sorry. That was uh, Samson, Samson Rayo that said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KO, Samson KO. Way funnier lines. But yeah, awful, terrible. Give it all up. And then more more quarantine montage, right? Yes. People, now it's all the actors. The first time was just Carol. Now it's all the actors kind of. They, they, and they're cut, they cut, obviously, the montage. So they cut between all of them doing their own thing. Like Pedro Pascal is kind of going over painting. his one line, over his, over his one line over and over again kind of funny fred armison as a director he's he's got all of his storyboards and stuff like this and he's making noises of like what the dinosaurs would sound like and recording it so yep uh and then the actors kind of doing nothing really and just losing their minds sean Mike, keegan michael key's character t- telling himself that he's not in competition with with <laughs> uh, iris apatow's character he's like uh, he's watched just sitting, sitting in bed watching her tiktok <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, there's then, a, there's a lot of that of the the ageism thing within Hollywood, right? Where all the older actors are 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 terrified of this young girl who comes in as just a TikTok, you know, influencer and is on a major movie, and they're they're you know who they then cut to, like you can tell it's written by the older people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> who, like because yeah. they because they cut to you know Iris uh, Apatow saying like 
oh yeah like i need movie recommendations y'all i'm in quarantine like you know people told me to watch et but it felt kind of racist so. <laughs> 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 that's that's it's funny that's, that's funny <laughs> yeah. more montage when we're outside having mimosas with iris apatow and the stunt daughter here Galen, uh, Galen Hopper. Hopper, yeah. Carla, she yep. plays Carla. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just I'm talking, being awkward. Yeah, apparently they're they're going to be normal friends, uh, and no one's ever called her normal, which I don't know gave me gave me a good chuckle too because she was upset. Uh, and then we get a we get a little a foreshadowed a little setup for a path later where we see uh, Keegan's character learning how to fly fly a helicopter, and by fly just go up. <laughs> Like, I have to do this. My fans will shit their dicks, which like half the funny lines in this movie were things like that, where it's yes. like, okay, it's lowbrow. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Hey, you know, sometimes lowbrow, it's, it's what you need, you know? Yeah. Sometimes shit my dicks is funny. Uh, and we have, these, we have the Gavin and, and Fred Armisen's character. They're, they're sitting there chatting and the uh, Scott there, the EKG BTS guy comes over and he's just like, ask him <laughs> if they should be doing a movie about dinosaurs during like a global pandemic. <laughs> and like, don't you think people care about other stuff right now? <laughs> <laughs> Again, funnier like a year or two ago. Yeah. And that's when Sarah Fenowitz reveals, he's like, no, everyone wants Fred Armisen to fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's what we're all, that's what we're all rooting for. And then I just put this as like, there's just, again, this is like a string of just moments happening. I don't yep. know if anything really important here, but I fill in, but there's, um, there's a Pedro Pascal flirting scene with, with yeah. uh, Bakalova again. And then there's uh, uh, the director and, and Gavin there, you know, having a more, a, a deeper conversation about how, you know, him as a director, right. And yep, how he's exactly. like not good and whatever. <laughs> and then we get more Leslie Mann and David Duchovny. This is when he, he's like, I, I apologize. I'm sorry. I skipped your mom's funeral to go to the people's choice. awards." <laughs> <laughs> They're having they're having a big apologizing uh, moment, and then they go have sex on set. That's it. Then we get a video chat with uh, Iris Apatow's mom, Maria Bamford, played by Maria Bamford, right? Yep. Uh, funny bit from the trailer. I did like the. Uh, she asked if Timothy Oily Oily Fant Oily Fant. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's kind of funny. Uh, and then yeah, it's just stuff from the trailer. So. And then we, Karen Gillan's like sleeping and something wakes her up. She hears this noise and she goes upstairs in, in the hotel hallway there. And there's a soccer team there who's been That's also right. tossed in the bubble. Different bubble. Different bubble. Uh, and then they have like a, they have like a very uh, innuendoed bubble into bubble conversation. Clearly they just want to sleep with each yeah, other. Yeah. Well, right before that, he's talking about how he's such a huge fan and he yes, saw yeah. Jerusalem rising and she's such a good actor for being able to play half Palestinian, half Israeli. Are, are you actually <laughs> half Palestinian, half Israeli? She's like, no. Yeah. Wow. What, what good acting. Uh, and then, yeah, they do like, you know, we're not allowed to cross bubbles, but if we make a new bubble and then we're inside each other, <laughs> we're inside our bubbles. It's done, but they don't, they don't that night. They're both no. like, no, we can't. Uh, and then we're next day. We're at uh, meditation, meditation day. Mm-hmm. Right. And this Samson, is Samson uh, leading the meditation here. Yeah. And this is where Howie flips his shit basically. Right. Well, be, I mean, Samson K is kind of like taunting them and it's like, he's like, yeah, like yeah. release the fear of catching the virus, release the fear of the movie industry collapsing, release the fear that you're not that important or irrelevant anymore. Yeah, right. Right. Which for actors <laughs> like, is like, wait a second. That's like the worst nightmare, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly. important anymore. No. And then Gezram is like, yeah, I want to leave. I'm bored. Keegan Michael Key is like, Don't, well, just have you tried Harmony Ignite? Uh, and then that's when Harmony Ignite. And then that's when Gezram like grabs 
his dick and, and then there's like a weird thing about that yeah. and then just walk like walks out and this yeah. is when Serafinowicz tries to stop him outside they tell him that he's he's like i'm replaceable everyone's replaceable that's the whole premise he does give uh, a nice little speech about the batmans which was kind of funny i thought yeah the batman's was kind of funny yeah. but again like i don't know it's just like yeah just chuckle it was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah what a throwaway. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And the skinny guy from Twilight. Ha ha ha. And then he goes running and it's just a shaft from the trailer where he, for some yeah. reason, falls over a, a wall. Not in the direction of London, which is where he was intending to go. And then here we are, day 61. We made it. Yeah. And we're at the hotel. We get Karen Gillan and Pedro Pascal and Keegan uh, Michael Key. They're like walking around the hotel lobby and then they get, we got a new security team has been brought in. Yeah. Ambushed pretty, by the, the security force here. Yeah, Mr. Best and they're hardcore. They're pretty hardcore. And they tag all the actors with like these <laughs> yeah. little tracking devices, which doesn't play a part later on, does it? Um, nope, it does not. And then they like have a weird throwaway line about him being the security for the baby, which I was like, oh, okay, that maybe would have played better a year ago. <laughs> Don't even know who that is. Uh, it's a rapper. Doesn't matter. I mean, I figured. Uh, and then I said, then we get another throwaway line from uh, Verdas here. Well, shit's getting real on Cliff Beast. Cut, cut this whole scene. No one cares. Yeah, this doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, no, no, it's funny. I guess introducing the security, the new security team, is the only important thing. But, but even that, like, I don't know. Do that. You could do it any other time. Like, they didn't. It didn't matter. Yeah, no. The trackers don't. They didn't do anything. They didn't, didn't come nope. back later. They just it was it. Yep. Stupid. And then we're back on set. We're in the movie within the movie, right? Because uh, okay. so Howie has left. He's a comedic relief, and he's left. He's he's left the set. He's left the movie, right? Yep. So now we're at the how do they how do they write off a character while they're making the movie? The corporation won't be happy. They find him dead. The dinosaurs have torn him apart. When gruesomely one comes chewing chewing him up and spits his head out in front of everyone, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's how you that's how you do that. So first, like, oh, I don't know, it, that could be anyone. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just leg chunks. Like that's that could his, be anyone. That's it's, his belt. I have the same belt. <laughs> yeah, everybody screams. Fred Armisen's like, no, no, this all works. Like you're bad. <laughs> <laughs> like because uh, basically, uh, this is when Serafinowicz is like, no, like fuck, Guz Ram. Yeah, we have to we have to keep going. Yeah, <laughs> like we like the movie gets made. You're you're bad. Uh, and then we cut to Carol, Carolyn Gillen's character doing a Zoom video chat with her boyfriend. Right. And we find yeah. out that he is cheating on her with with a waitress, Monica, a waitress from a waitress. They've had together. <laughs> yes, they had together at their <laughs> Valentine's dinner. Yep. Valentine's Day dinner. Uh, and he breaks up with her. Mm hmm. And then he's like, all right, kids, say goodbye to Carol. And they show the kid. And the kid's like, who's Carol? Who's Carol? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. I thought that was good. That kid uh, was kind of funny. Uh, and then we get more Pedro Pascal trying to just have sex with someone. He goes to the PA and is like, hey, you want to have sex? And she's like, I'm I'm eating. No, <laughs> I'm having dinner. Uh, and then he goes to Trevaldwin. Yep. He's like, any over there? And he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm done eating, but I'm, I'm okay. Uh, and then they cut to Carol and the soccer player. And I guess they go to, they go to hook up, right? Yep. Exactly. Everyone's, everyone's hooking up. Everything's happening here. Uh, and then I listed the next thing, a group of scenes is just stuff happens. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Leslie Mann and David Duchovny hook up again too. Speaking of everyone hooking up. Yeah. Crystal and her friend uh, like escaping, like they're just running across the front yard or something like that. Yeah. They? Well, like, they're running around there was the yard. a little little bit of a funny bit on the David Duchovny because they, they have a video chat with the with the two of them, Leslie Mann and David Duchovny, with mm. the son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
like dad's never going to change. He did some fucked up shit. I Googled him. <laughs> he like doesn't know. Cause obviously he's been adopted for like a year or two and right. he's older. Like he doesn't know these people. <laughs> no, not at all. So he just Googles them to find out. <laughs> yeah. And like, they're talking in front of him. Like maybe we didn't adopt the right kid after all. <laughs> he's like, you guys are a bag full of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he had some good lines uh yeah and then we're yeah. yeah then the two girls i guess go running they snuck off to to oh to london that's what they went off to a party oh foreshadowed for later right 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 okay yeah i i didn't connect i think because i this part maybe i just wasn't really paying attention okay it doesn't matter yeah yeah i it, guess it, it does come back later one second yeah this is where we get the scene from pedro pascal now doing some drugs and doing like a kind of a peloton style workout session right yeah well it's one of the it's, uh, is, it, is that actually something yeah there is like a mirror base. yeah there is right yeah and then yeah. you have and they have like a video of someone helping you like walk through like the the exercise and stuff yeah they're not a sponsor so we won't say who it is we're not gonna say who it is no but if you yeah, want to because we can't remember uh and then this is where we get a little cameo from daisy ridley and she's not mm-hmm. in her british accent i didn't recognize her at first i was like i asked you I really didn't like, who is this she's like, <laughs> she's like it's it's ray i was like oh <laughs> ray skywalker my bad. I can't. I can't. I can't do actors. I, I didn't recognize David Duchovny. I don't know anyone in this movie. Uh, and then there's a weird trippy kind of moment of him making out with the mirror, and her face pops through, and then he's inside the mirror having sex with her or something. And then we cut yeah. to Carol and the soccer player having sex, and he can't remember her name correctly. He's well, like, he keeps calling her character. Character's name, like in the movie, Doctor Lacey. Movie, yeah, Doctor Lacey. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not Doctor Lacey. I'm not, her name's yeah. not Lacey. Yeah, she, he's like, oh, Carol Lacey. He's, she's like, no, Doctor Carol. I'm not a doctor. You wake up the next day and she's like, I'm. I'm sick. Right. I feel <laughs> yep, sick. Exactly. Pedro Pascal is also feeling sick, and he asks Samson Ko to hold his hair. Yeah. He's like, "You have you have short hair. I don't think I need to do that." <laughs> He's like, "No, no, no." So he goes over to hold his hair, and then immediately gets up and shits like right right next to him. <laughs> and you're like, "What? What is this scene? Why is this happening? <laughs> What's going on right now?" Uh, and then this is where we get the uh, this scene from from the uh, from the trailer, right? Where yep. uh, Gavin there, Sarah Finowitz, comes in and tells the whole gang like, "Hey, we've someone's." Not te- no one's tested positive for COVID, but someone's tested positive <laughs> for influenza and a couple of STDs and STDs. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, should we just power through? And everyone's like, yep, everyone power through. <laughs> We're actors. We can handle this. And they each go through like listing out the things like I had a, I had a broken wrist and a broken ankle and I finished that, that scene and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make which it sound like, like they're tough, which maybe that was a little nod to, uh, that the last Mission Impossible was also filming during COVID Tom Cruise, like broke his ankle on set and kept going. Yeah, thing. I'm assuming probably there's like there's a couple nods to, to Tom Cruise in this uh, and then we cut to we're on set and they're they're filming a scene where they're climbing a cliff this is actually kind of from the trailer as well um, mm-hmm. but they're all starting to get sick and kind of falling you know just hanging on their wires but like they have it's not the green screen you actually see like the cliff that they'd be on in the movie but they're yep. just like kind of floating in space because they're hanging on their wires <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kind of funny Kind of funny. And then they um, just start vomiting. Well, we get a good vomit scene, right? We get a good argument between uh, Iris Apatow and Karen Gillan here. Of like, it's like, oh, well, like, you know, I'm not a boomer like you. And she's like, I'm not a boomer. I'm Gen Y. She's like, uh, I saw a photo of you at a Nirvana concert. She's like, that wasn't me. <laughs> she's like, stop gaslighting me. That's not gaslighting. Your generation sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. And then, yeah. And then the, the nice puke scene. Uh, and we get a unlike the trailer where it was the da- dinosaurs in midair floating saying it, which would have been funnier. I think mm. they do. They cut to the mocap guys who are yeah, yeah. 
I think supposed to be the comic relief after Guz Rom leaves. Yeah. I was like, I remember I said in the trailer trash, I was hoping that those two guys would be, I was like, oh, I think they're going to be funnier. I like think they're going to be Stadler and they're going to be a Stadler and Waldorf. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I think they're going to be funnier throughout this. And they, uh, they were like, they could have been, they could have been really kind of just, and I think that's what they're supposed to be, but they just, just wasn't, they weren't nailing it. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't, wasn't there. The stuff they were given wasn't, wasn't all that good. So then we get the, uh, at the very end uh, of this scene, they're like, to Leslie Mann's character, hey Lauren, who would you say is the most fun person to act with? And she's like, uh, Scott, the EPK guy. <laughs> uh, and then they and then they cut that. That's like that's the end of not even half the movie. Nope. And <laughs> so everyone's just some, yeah, somehow <laughs> just wrapping up with a good vomit scene, right? Uh, but that feels like a good good spot. I think we're gonna figure out what happens after all the vomit. Does everyone get better? Presumably, shenanigans ensue. We haven't gotten to the climb the climax yet. Not yet. Something has so. to happen, right? <laughs> that, yeah, that's what you hope for a movie. Something will happen, right? Will something happen, listeners? <laughs> will it? Find out on the next episode. Uh, but thanks for listening. We're gonna we'll cut it there, and you should come back. But we'll be back on Thursday with part two. Find out how the vomit went, and does anything actually happen in this movie? Does it get funnier? I will say, talking about it now with you through some of these scenes, I'm like, oh, okay, some of the stuff wasn't bad, but it's it's yeah. not. It's yeah. it doesn't it's not cohesive. But uh yeah, so we'll be back on Thursday part two. In the meantime, no, you can follow us on Instagram at it's this meets that and write TMT Pod on Twitter. Uh and wherever you listen to us on Google, Apple, iHeartRadio, wherever, subscribe, follow. And while you're there subscribing or following, uh, especially if you're on Apple or Spotify, you can leave us a review. Five stars are appreciated. Thank you to everyone who has already done that. Uh it means a lot to us. And if you're feeling old fashioned, you can send us an email. It's this meets that at gmail.com. We'll read them in trailer trash. Like we always do in fan service. And as always, you can go to the website in case you missed anything that we just said in the outro and you want more information, you want to know what's up. You want to go back, listen to older episodes, all of it's there. Uh, anything you'd ever want to know about ITMT is at our website. It's this meets that.com.